Hey, it's Moose, and this is Locked on Cardinals, and we've got an episode today going to take a look ahead at the Pirates series that's on the way. Plus, did you know the Cardinals have a new logo? Well, kind of. We're going to tell you all about it. First, uh, today's episode brought to you in part by Postmates. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you need a brewski at 4 p.m. after a long day at work. Maybe you want a burger around 9, a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 All you got to do is Postmate it. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could ever possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Now, for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code Locked On. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another Friday, another weekend right around the corner. Hopefully this one uh, a little bit better than last weekend after the A's pounded on the Cardinals then. Got the Pirates on the way later today. Chris Archer taking the mound for the Buccos. And, well, the Cardinals are putting up Dakota Hudson. So uh, we're going to preview this series and uh, tonight's game specifically here in just a little bit. Also, as I mentioned, uh, some new logo stuff going on for the Cardinals. We'll uh, tell you all about that, too. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Find us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. We would love to hear from you. Tweet me at Moose Michaels. You can follow me there, too, at LockedOnSTL. Uh, you can also email me, moose at onairwithmoose.com. Really is that easy. All right. Well, has uh, everybody sufficiently recovered from the uh, West Coast sweep? Dropping those two games to the A's, and then uh, the Dodgers come to town, and we decide, yeah, you know what? What's what's three more games, right? What's what's that all about? Well, uh, we got some division rivals coming up. We got the Pirates, and we got the Reds. We're going to be previewing that Pirate series uh, coming up here in a little bit, but and uh, we'll be talking about the Reds for a minute too. First, though, it's the three big things. <laughs> All right, well, the Cardinals have some work to do. Um, it, it's it's just getting harder and harder to get excited about a team that doesn't even want to seem to like to improve itself, perhaps. Seems like it's a team that just wants to be accepted for who they are, and who they are is, well, a team that's not that good. So the Cardinals get some work to do, not just not just for themselves, but they need to show the fans that this is a team they can put together. Number two. 
which is pretty good on the pitching side because it seems like a lot of the pitching is finally starting to come together. You know, Michael Watka's side, Michaelis has been great over the last little bit. You've had Flaherty been great over the last few starts. Dakota Hudson hasn't been awful. Sure, they've had their bumps and their bruises in the road along the way, but overall, it's been a fairly uh, fairly good outing for the pitching for the most part. Again, minus Mr. Michael Wanka. Maybe occasionally Wayno. Since the All-Star break. Now, they need to get something else rolling. What? It, what is that? What, I mean, what is it? Number three. Uh, it's the offense. That's right. Yeah, the offense has to get going. Uh, in fact, in order for this offense to click, Goldschmidt and Ozuna need to start rolling at the same time. There's just no other way around it because without those two bats in your middle of your lineup doing what we know they can do, this is an offense that's just going to get sleepy. It's an offense that's uh, going to have a hard time putting up the numbers it needs to put up. Uh, you can't rely completely on DeYoung or Wong or anybody else out there that's uh, doing the hitting. You know, Weeders is good for a, for a bomb here and there, but Ozuna and Goldschmidt really, they're the linchpin of this offense. And they really need to get it going. And I mean, and at the same time, too, because Goldie didn't look all that great over these past five games earlier. Ozuna only marginally better. Uh, and, and the plate discipline all up and down the lineup has been just not good at all. They need to start drawing more walks. Uh, they got a chance to reset with this Pirates uh, team uh, coming to Bush Stadium. Chris Archer on the mound for the uh, Buckos. He's 3-8 and eight on the season, a 5-3-5 ERA, 122 strikeouts. He had a pretty good start against the Mets on Saturday. Uh, he had allowed only one run on five hits, a couple of walks, struck out six, uh, did that over six innings since the All-Star break. He owns a 1.28 whip, and he's held opponents to a 225 average. Dakota Hudson on the mound for the Cardinals. He of the 3.99 ERA and 93 strikeouts, 10-6 and six on the season, and he's looking to turn his second half around. He just had a, his last start, three and two-thirds innings. Not good. It was at Saturday game against the A's. Gave it three runs on five hits. He walked five guys. His last seven starts, five, six, eight ERA and 31 and two-thirds innings. To Hudson, this is might going to be the start that he needs. The Cardinals have beat up on the Pirates pretty good all season. And this is a series that's going to allow the Cardinals to to really kind of reset and make sure that um, and make sure that they can still do what they need to do. Otherwise, if you start bleeding games to the Pirates, if you start bleeding games to uh, the Reds, I mean, at this at that point, what are you doing, right? Game two on Saturday going to be uh, Joe Musgrove and Adam Wainwright. And then on uh, Sunday, it's still to be determined because normally that would have been Waka's spot. Of course, don't be surprised if they don't stick Waka back in there because it is the Pirates. Uh, Brault taking the mound for the Pirates otherwise. I really don't know what they do about the fifth starter position outside of calling up a minor leaguer because they really don't have anybody. I would, I would advocate giving John Gann a spot start in there, just seeing how he does. Uh, I don't know that you can put anybody anybody else in there and be confident about it. I don't even know if you could put John Gant in there and be confident about it. 
this fifth starter spot is going to end up being a thorn in the side of the Cardinals pretty much the rest of the season because they had a chance to make a trade. Maybe not necessarily for Wheeler, but they had a chance to make a trade and they didn't do it. So, I mean, if that's what keeps us out of the postseason, we're going to know why. Um, ultimately, though, it, it has to come back to the idea that the Cardinals have to make what they have work now. The pitching has to be better, and we all know that Waka can't be a starting pitcher at this point. In fact, to put Michael Waka out there anymore is an exercise in futility, and more so, I believe it would just show the ineptness of the front office and the management if they continue to do that. One uh, last other quick little note. It's starting to make the rounds. I saw it in The Athletic. I, th- I might have mentioned this on yesterday's episode or maybe the episode before, but Mark Saxon says that uh, Ozuna wanting to stay with the Cardinals. You know what? The more I think about it, the more I'm okay with it. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't accept the qualifying offer. You know the Cardinals are going to tag him for one because he's going to be probably one of the best outfielders available on the market if he hits the open market. So, if you re-sign Ozuna, let's just say you can do it. You know, and then let's just say it's on a reasonable deal. That does kind of free you up to start trading some outfielders and getting the starting pitching that you need. I still feel like Garrett Cole needs to be a pitcher the Cardinals make a run at, but we all know how the Cardinals feel about pitchers. They don't actually know. They don't want nothing to do with them. They got to keep it in the family, as it were. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And uh, like I said at the top of the show, the Cardinals, they've got a new logo. Yeah, we're going to tell you all about it next. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. My name is Moose Michael, spending some time with you. And, uh, well, the Cardinals coming off that 0-5 road trip. Buckos games start tonight. They got a weekend series against the Pirates. And, uh, well, it's not just the uh, Cardinals lineup that's changed over these last few months, but apparently the Cardinals logo has uh, changed here recently, too. Did anybody else notice this? The classic STL logo has been modified, and apparently it's soft-launched on TV broadcast and other places in terms of the graphics department and stuff like that, and we'll have a full rollout in the 2020 season. So what's the main difference? If you take a look at the St. Louis, uh, the STL logo they currently have on the red hats, very angular, right? Hard edges. Doesn't quite have a... Uh, it, it, it's a very modern, a very 90s-slash-2000-looking type logo. The new logo that's going to debut next year is is far more rounded. It has a very classic look, reminiscent of the STL logo that the Cardinals used back in the 30s and 40s. Um, it has the serifs on the letters. And what, what I mean by that is when you look at a piece of... A, if you look at a font... And the T or the uh, S, it's got like the the little markings off the edges. Those are called serifs. When it doesn't have serifs, it's called a sans serifs font. There's serif fonts and sans serifs font, fonts. Yeah. Okay, yay. You, all, you learn something new every day, right? The new logo apparently has the serifs on the S's. It's more rounded. 
seems to be a little bit fatter, a little bit, it, it, it has a classic look about it. A very classic look about it. All the angular edges in the new logo are gone. The bottom left edge of the S uh, has been uh, updated to where it, it matches both ends. So it's a very similar, it's a symmetrical S, I suppose, is the way to do it. A little bit skinnier uh, overall, maybe, but it still seems to look a little fatter, too. It, it's really kind of weird. Um, so the the logo will, this logo will start appearing in 2020. And uh, the new version of the logo is being used internally this year, but it's going to be um, out everywhere else next season. So if you're like me and you like buying brand new baseball hats, this might be the... Uh, the way to go about it. Uh, looking at them side by side, you'd be forgiven if you couldn't really see a difference. But when you see it side by side, I think I kind of prefer the direction they're going in. It's, again, a more classic look, reminiscent of the Gas House Gang era. And it, it seems to say more baseball than the logo they've currently used. By the way, the Angular logo in service from 1964 all the way to 2019, obviously this year. So you're looking at a very, very long span. Uh, the new logo, of course, debuting next year. Look it up. Tell me what you think about it. Shoot me an email, moose at onairwithmoose.com. You know, when you think about logos, when you think about the way that uh, baseball uniforms are set up, they're not like football uniforms. They get kind of gaudy. They're not like soccer uniforms that are basically, you know, NASCAR uniforms covered up in uh, endorsements and things like that. Though, word is that might not be far off in the major leagues. Baseball uniforms, on the other hand, have maintained a very classic appearance outside of that whatever that garbage is they're wearing down in Arizona with the polka dots up on the shoulders. The Kirby dots, if you're a comic book fan. You know, you think about it, the, the Detroit Tigers uniform has stayed roughly the same forever. Same thing with the Cardinals uniform, the Yankees, Red Sox. You know, there's some changes here and there, like the alternate uniforms they wear on a Saturday or every other Tuesday or whatever. But the basic home whites, the basic road uniforms have stayed the same because baseball is a classic game. So I like it when the logos... In this case, the STL logo with the Cardinals is kind of going back to that more classic look. So it uh, should be really fun. Again, look it up. Tell me what you think about it. We would love to hear from you. Pirates and uh, Cardinals getting underway 7-15 Central Time tonight. Bush Stadium. You can watch it on Fox Sports Midwest, MLB.TV. Uh, listen to it on your local Cardinals radio affiliate. And uh, let's uh, let's hope the Cardinals can get, back, get it back on track. Archer take it on Hudson. And uh, then Musgroves and Wainwright. And then, well, it's just kind of to be determined. So we'll see what they do. All right. Have a great weekend. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.